Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Am Not Okay With Day. I am your host, Day. How are you guys doing today? Y'all, I've been struggling. I mean, what is new? (laughs) What is new? Nothing. I haven't struggled at all. Few announcements before we get into this video. First things first, we are officially moving the podcast day to Thursdays. So we are going to drop our new episodes every Thursday instead of Tuesday. And that is because it's just a lot easier for me to keep up with the podcast. Y'all, as I said before, it is really, really hard to do this with a full-time job. It is extremely difficult. And especially my job that I'm doing that's already emotionally taxing at times. It's a lot. And so doing this, maintaining it, it's just, it's better for me to do it on on Thursdays. So new podcast day is going to be on Thursdays. Um, There was something else I wanted to say, but now I can't remember. So Oh, yeah. Other announcement. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Happy Black History Month. I mean, it's not really an announcement. It's just me acknowledging Black History Month because hello. We blackity black black, okay? (laughs) And we love our black people. And I love this month and I want to celebrate it. So happy Black History Month, everyone. Um, Yeah. Last year, oh, can you believe it? Last year I had a whole episode talking about my black history. <laughs> um, I didn't have a plan for this year for black history, but we'll see. We'll see. But happy Black History Month. I hope you guys enjoy this month. Take this time to brush up on the culture. Learn about the culture if you don't know. All the things. Anyway, we're going to dive right into the episode, y'all. We're going to get into some type of way. Let me tell you what has me feeling some type of way, y'all. The bank account, okay? <laughs> you guys, um, I'll be looking at my bank account and y'all, the math ain't mathin'. And it just gets so depressing when I look at that thing and I'm like, oh, chow. Y'all, it's just so hard, like. There are so many things I want to do and so little money to do these things. And, you know, I think I'm I've I've come to a place where financially I am in a better place than I was a year ago, truly, you know, but it's also still very hard. I am doing things on my own and having to keep up with these things on my own has proved very challenging. And I am grateful. Don't get me wrong, y'all. I am so grateful because God has provided for me and he has figured out a way to make it work even when the math wasn't mathing, okay? And I'm so grateful for it. And sometimes I'll be feeling stuck. Like sometimes I feel like, man, if only. And I mean, listen, did I get into a field that was gonna pay me thousands and thousands of dollars? No. And I knew that. And also, I feel like I do a lot of hard work, you know, and I feel that I just I just want to get to a place where 
I'm not struggling like I am. You know, I don't want to keep on struggling. And I know there is an there is an end. My hope is my hope. I do believe this won't be my forever. I do believe so. I'm working toward a goal that um I hope will get me to a better financial place. But y'all it'd be hard sometimes. It'd be hard sometimes. I'm not gonna lie to you. So that's what has me feeling some type of way. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? God is good. God is good. He provides. And we're grateful. We're just going to stay focused on that, on the fact that our needs are met, and we're going to be fine. <laughs> anyway, y'all, let's dive into the topic at hand. So I have been thinking about this for a while, and I really contemplated doing an episode about this because, you know, I have talked about the divorce, and I've talked about different aspects of it in terms of you know, how it's been dealing with the aftermath in some cases, but I haven't really touched on certain parts of it intentionally, frankly. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to touch on certain parts of it like ever on in a public setting. That's just not going to happen. Some things are meant to be kept between you and the Lord, and maybe some of your friends, if you feel safe enough to share it with them. But in terms of like on a public flat, can I talk? I can't talk. In terms of being on a public platform and talking about certain parts of my life, I've steered clear away from that because for many reasons, but for a big reason of like, you know, trying to deal with things in a, my by myself, like privately, I haven't figured out a lot of things myself. And so um, I just don't feel like it's appropriate to talk about. But we're going to talk about a few things today. <laughs> Main topic is, am I ready to date? Am I ready, y'all? Is it time? Is it time to start moving on? So I was actually talking to my friend the other day and she asked me this question. She was like, hey, do you feel like you're ready to date again? And I mean, without hesitation, I said, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but it ended up being a good conversation just about, you know, me and where I was at and everything like that. And I thought it would be cool to talk about when do you know if you're ready to move on? When do you know if you're ready to get back on the saddle and get to a place where you're able to love again. And so, you know, there's it's really hard because a lot of times people will talk about, you know, moving on in relation with moving on to another person instead of moving on with yourself. And I feel like that's a big part of my personal journey where I have definitely moved on from my past relationship like there are no there are no extended like feelings there's there are no desires to go back to that no <laughs> we have definitely moved on in that sense but I think moving on to a different person is completely different. And so, you know, it's been something that I've been thinking about a lot of just like, when am I going to be ready to get back out there? 
And when I was talking to my friend, a few things came up. Number one, I will say that I have definitely grown in where how I view relationships in general. Because let me tell y'all, and I talked about this too, I think with Lisa in one of the episodes. When I first got divorced, I said, never again. I don't want to see another man. I don't want to know another man. Nobody talked to me. Like, it's a no for me. I'm never dating ever. I'm never getting married again. I will be single forever. <laughs> a lot of my closest friends and family heard me say those words. And so I'm definitely not in that place anymore. I mean, I think a big thing is when you end a relationship, especially a relationship where like in my case, we were married and I thought we were going to be married forever and ever, you know, you have an expectation. And so when that ends, it's really hard to like think about something else because like every your whole world is upside down. You thought things are going to be a certain way and just not. And when, and it's the same thing, like if you're in a relationship that you thought would end in marriage and then it doesn't, or you thought was going to last forever and it doesn't, like that really turns the whole thing upside down. And you find yourself reevaluating yourself and reevaluating your goals. You know, I think a big thing for me that came up is after I got divorced, two things were big question mark. One, am I going to ever get married again? And two, am I going to have children? Because let me tell y'all, the joke is that prior to the divorce, we, at least, let me not say we, my plan was actually to start to have a family. So working on having a family that year that we got divorced, (laughs) which is actually such a joke right now. It's a joke. I'm going to continue explaining. The plan was at the end of that year, which was 2019, we would start working on having a family, which (laughs) now that I look back on it, it's a joke because we were in a terrible, terrible place. Hence why we got divorced, obviously. But also like separate from that, we were just not in a good place. But most importantly, after we got divorced, I really started to think to myself, bro, like, do I even want to be a mother? Like, do I want to have children? And honestly, thank God. I praise the Lord all the time that I didn't have kids because I mean, no shade. I mean, y'all know like friends that I've had, people who I know who have been married and then got divorced with children. It is so hard. And I'm not talking from experience. I don't know what it's like, but I cannot imagine how much more difficult it is. Me, I was able to get divorced, completely separate for this person. And like, I don't even have to think about this person, move on. I don't have to ever have ties with this person. But obviously when you have kids, like that's just not the case. And so I thank God that that was not me, y'all. I'm so immensely grateful that that is not me. But on top of that though, I really thought about what if I did have kids with this person. Like, what would my life be like? And then what if I had kids with, like, thinking about if I had children with the wrong person. Like, what if we were were still together and I had kids with this person and we somehow stayed together? Like, that would also be a disaster. (laughs) 
because the marriage was a disaster. And I thought to myself, like the responsibility, like the responsibility of having children and what that looks like. And then seeing my friends who have kids and being around that and being like, oof, like, I thought I wanted this, but do I even really want this? Like, heck, I can't even take care of my own self. I'm barely figuring out how to take care of myself, much less another human being. Like, it was just a lot. And I am very grateful for not just the fact that I don't have kids, but also the opportunity to make the decision on whether I want to have kids or not. And I'm, I mean, what I've learned in life is I'm not going to say never. I'm not going to say never, but right now where I'm at, I'm not doing it. I don't think this is the life for me. Could that change? Maybe. And am I I open to that changing? Yeah. Like I'm not 100% closed off to the idea, but as of right now, it's a no for me. But I'm so grateful. The point is though, I'm grateful that I've had this time to explore those feelings and to come to this conclusion because the reality is if I didn't have this I probably would have gotten myself into something that just would have caused me even more problems so I'm very grateful for that and you know that's a huge part of my life and kind of like where I stand right now um and so being able to come to that conclusion has been great and the other thing is which brings me to the conversation that we're having right now, the dating thing, like, and being with a person, initially I was like, it's a no for me. But as I have done my healing, which I'm still on that healing path, let's be real here. But as I continue to work through some stuff, I realize that I am deserving of a loving partner should this partner come around. I think a big part of my issue was that so many problems in the marriage sent to me this underlying message that I would be too much for a person, that no one would want to deal with my stuff. And I just internalized this fear of never being enough for a person. And I genuinely believed that I was not enough because I was not enough for that particular person. But what I've come to the conclusion of as I've done my work is I am deserving of that type of love. And the fact that I didn't have that has nothing to do with me and everything to do with that person and that person's inability to provide for me what I needed. And I came to the conclusion that I am deserving and capable of also loving someone the way that they deserve to be loved. You know, I think about a lot of the feelings that I had within the marriage and how debilitating it was for my mental health. And when I got out of that, like it really felt like that was never going to get better, you know? And so it just felt like it's just easier to be by myself because then I don't have to be faced with this 
thing that constantly like makes me puts me in a bad mental space if you understand what i'm saying you know um and now i realize that i'm capable of healing because i think that's another thing i had my things that i was going through and it felt like it was an impossible thing to heal it felt like there was no way to get around it and therefore i'm never going to find someone who's going to love me despite everything that comes with me you know and i realized that's just not true i can heal healing is possible And it's even more possible to maintain this um, healthy version of myself with the right person. And I just realized I had the wrong person. I had the wrong person with me. And so being with that person just made, brought me down in a lot of ways. But as I continue healing myself, I realized that first of all, no one else is going to be able to fix me and heal me like no other human is going to be the reason why I am fixed and why I am healed no other human is going to be responsible for me being the best version of myself the only person that is going to be responsible for that is me and I know that and so I'm not seeking the better half of me no I am creating my I'm creating myself as a whole and I am seeking another whole person that can add to my life and make my life better. But I'm not seeking to have this person fill this void in my life. And I think the thing too that um, has changed in the way that I've been thinking about like being with a partner is I am not, um, I can be whole by myself. I don't need another person to to make me whole. That was a misconception that I had. And, you know, you hear, I think this is one of those things that like when you're young and naive and you just, you know, you hear what you see in the movies and all that stuff, you think that you need this person to fix, to, to fill the void. And you don't. I remember, I remember, it's so funny because as I think about this, it just came to mind. I used to say, I remember posting a picture of me and my ex when we just started dating. And I said, the caption was, you are the reason for my smile. And I remember one of my aunts, she's actually one of my like church aunts, you know, she had commented on that picture. I'll never forget it. And this was years ago, y'all. This was like, like 2011. She said, This person is not the reason that you're smiling. They're just an addition to that. But don't let this person be the reason. You are the reason for your smile. And that has always stuck with me because that's exactly it. I don't want to seek another person to make me happy. I want to make myself happy. And I want to be happy and fulfilled in wherever I am on my own and whoever I get with next if I ever get with another person that person will add to my life and not be something that I feel needs to complete it and so that has been a big shift for me in terms of the way that I'm viewing relationships and so I have become open I am open to eventually finding someone you know I'm open to the possibility of getting married again I am. Am I willing to change my name again? Probably not. 
And by probably not, I mean no, okay? Future husband, if you're trying to get married to me, know that I'm not changing my name for you. (laughs) Know that you can change your name for me because first of all, who came up with this rule? This is a side note, but like who came up with the rule that we need to change our names as women and have our, our our men's last names? No, we're not doing that again. For the simple fact that 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 process is the most annoying process I've been through and to have to go through it twice, it's a no for me. I'm not doing it a third time. So dear future husband, just get ready to have my last name, okay? (laughs) Or be okay with me keeping my name and you keeping yours and it is what it is because we're not doing this again. (laughs) We're not. And you're gonna have to be okay with that. And whoever I eventually get married to, if they're not okay with that, well, that's just, it's just not going to work out. That's a red flag. Don't think you're going to change my mind because you're not. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm not joking, y'all. I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I am very much open to the possibility of getting married again, which I think is very big for me because I wasn't in that place. And I'm so... Um, I'm just so different now. So yeah, I know I'm deserving of love. And if a partner comes along in the future, (laughs) if a partner comes along in the future, I am open to the possibilities of marriage again, because I recognize that what I had in my last marriage is not what is healthy in a marriage and is not what I will ever settle for again in a marriage. And I think like going through that experience, I now know exactly what to look out for. I know all the red flags and therefore y'all not going to catch me again in a mess like that. Okay. (laughs) And I do believe that healthy marriages exist still. And I do believe that I could be in one of those healthy marriages at some point. Now to the other question, the the question we asked in the beginning, am I ready to date right now? So here's the thing. (laughs) The answer is no. (laughs) The answer is no for a few reasons. Um, One while I have healed in some capacities, I still have a lot of healing to do. And one thing I've realized for myself is I still have a lot of anger um, toward this person. Honestly, toward men in general, I'm bitter. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to say it. I am bitter when it comes to men. Men right now for me, I have very little patience for y'all. Okay, when men, if I see any man mess up, I'm like, that's why, (laughs) that's why. See, because men are like that. I'm in that place where I'm generalizing for all men, not in a good way. And I know that, and I'm aware of that. I'm very aware it's not fair. I know it's not fair to hold all men to the standard, but where I'm at right now, the anger and the bitterness that I still have within my heart that I am working on, Okay, I am working on it in therapy and personally, it's still there though. And so I don't believe that I'm in a place where I could get into a relationship and not project my anger and bitterness onto this person. I don't feel like if I got into a relationship right now, 
it would be fair to this other person because there's still some anger I need to process through. And honestly, actually, I'm thinking of having a podcast episode about anger in a general sense, but we'll come back to that. But um, yeah, I am bitter still. I have a lot of anger that I need to work through and it's just not going to be fair. And I recognize that. So I will not be putting myself or whoever else in a position where they will be disadvantaged because of me and where I stand. So that's number one. And number two is I do not have trust. <laughs> I don't have trust in men. And it comes back to the um, the generalizations that I have right now. But as of right now, there are a few men that I trust, one of them being my father, the other one being my other father, and the others being like close friends that I know that are male, that are male, that are men. <laughs> but in a general sense, I don't trust. And I mean, a big part for me, a big part of the trust factor has a lot to do with things that happened in my marriage. And so that is also something that I am working on, right? But yeah, I I don't have trust in another person right now to love me in the way that I need to forever. And here's what I mean by that. You know, in my last relationship, it's not like the whole relationship was terrible because it wasn't. It was not always terrible, especially in the dating part. It was great. And that is exactly why I thought this was going to be my forever person because it was wonderful. There were a lot of characteristics that I saw in this person that I felt was qualities in a forever person. Unfortunately, that all changed when we got married. And so um, the trust was broken. And so it's like, I think the hardest part for me is things started out good and then they went terribly. And I don't trust that things can stay good again. Like, I don't trust that I can... I, I know it, it, it would be very easy to find someone and to fall for that person and feel all the giddy, happy feelings and hear them tell me all the sweet things and feel good about that. But I don't trust that that is something that can last right now because it didn't before and I have not healed in a place where I believe it can happen again, if that makes sense. And I mean... And maybe this goes into the next point that I'm trying to say, because I did say earlier, I do believe it can happen. But as of right now, in this moment, I still have doubts because anyone can come to me and tell me how much they love me and how good I look and all the things and blah, 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 blah. But commitment and unconditional love is something that needs to be proven over time. And as of right now, where I'm at, I am not willing to risk finding out, which get, I guess leads into the next thing, which is being in a relationship 
being in love, dating, dating, just even dating, putting yourself back out there is, it comes with great risk. Great risk. Risk of getting hurt, risk of being rejected, risk of, um, Just a risk of repeat of the last situation. And I am not ready for that. I am not ready to be rejected because I think the healing that I need to do also includes like feeling confident in myself again and in a way that like I can come and present myself to whoever and say, hey, this is me. Take it or leave it. If you want this, great. And if you don't, great. But where I'm at right now is like, if you don't want this, I am going to cry and feel like this is a confirmation that I am not enough. And we don't, I don't like that. And I need to fix that. So I'm not going to put myself in a place right now where I risk being rejected and that like perpetuating my core belief right now that I am not enough. We can't have that. So no, I will not be putting myself in that situation. Um, And I think the thing too is that like then being in love, you know, you get past the dating for the dating phase. You get past the, okay, we like each other and we're good. And then you go to the we're dating exclusively and we are in a relationship and maybe we're in love and co- then comes the risk of like I can really be hurt by this person it's like okay y'all you can hurt my ego but now that I actually love you you can really hurt me and I am not ready for that um right now that risk is not worth it to me I would rather the safety of my singleness Adele Adele said it Oh, she said it best. She said, sometimes loneliness is the only rest we get. And right now, I will take the loneliness here and there when it comes for the ultimate rest in in like in knowing that I'm not going to be hurt by another person because <laughs> I'm not ready to go through that again, y'all. And the reality is that when you are with a partner, they will hurt you period. When you're with someone that you love, they will hurt your feelings unintentionally, hopefully most of the time, sometimes intentionally. You know, when you're with someone that's, when you have this really close relationship with someone, it it's hard to not, um, I mean, to not see the flaws, to call out the flaws, like you guys are just in such an intimate space. You know each other so well. You know how to get under your each other's skin. Like you're going to hurt each other. It's just inevitable. And I am just not ready for that hurt as of right now. So yeah. So that's kind of where I stand. You know, I know that in the future, eventually it may happen for me. And I also feel like if it doesn't happen for me, I'm okay with that too. But right now I want to stay in the safety of singleness, of knowing that I'm not going to hurt myself and knowing that I am working on healing myself and knowing that when I feel like I have healed the things like the anger, the bitterness, the trust when I feel like I got I've gotten to a place where it is worth it to me to take those risks that that will be worth it 
knowing that I have the time to do so for as long as I want to is the rest I'll take. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So for anyone who's secretly in love with me and wants to date me, (laughs) I am sorry. (laughs) Not now. (laughs) Maybe I'm not going to put a time time frame on it. I'm not. Eventually, that's what we're going to say, because I don't know how long it's going to take me to get to that place. And that is okay for me. I'm very much okay with taking this time to heal. Um, I am sorry if you are here wanting me. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Um, it's it's not happening right now. It is what it is. Okay, if you want to go ahead and wait, that is so sweet of you. I appreciate it. My future self will appreciate it. <laughs> but as of right now, it's a no for me. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I don't want anyone to feel bad for me for where I'm at. Don't come and try to set me up, y'all. None of my friends. Don't don't come with that. Okay, no, 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 no. Believe me when I say this is where I'm at. And don't think that you know more about where I'm at and like what's best for me. No. no (laughs) I know what's best for me and what's best for me right now is to maintain my singleness until I heal myself so this is where I'm at and what I want to say to my fellow single people is take the time of your singleness to heal and to be honest with yourself about where you're actually at Okay, don't fool yourself. Because here's the thing, like there's no harm in honesty with yourself at this time. There is no harm. There's no con to it. This You need this. You need to take the time to figure out what you want and figure out also what is healthy for you, what you're capable of giving. And take the time to heal yourself because ultimately it's going to make everything better. You know, I'm not in a rush to jump into no relationship for the sake of it because I feel lonely no Mm -mm. so um yeah and know also that like it's it's not a terrible thing like it doesn't feel terrible all the time do I feel lonely sometimes yes but do I also feel so great and free in my singleness also yes so that's me y'all that's where I'm at if you're wondering If you really don't care, but here you are listening anyways, great. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to um, what God has taught me. Y'all, let me tell you, as I said earlier, it's been a very hard couple of weeks. I think things have gotten increasingly difficult for me. And I just want to thank God because what I am learning is God answers prayers. And I know this seems like really cliche and like off, but the thing is, I have prayed some really small, maybe even dumb prayers to some people may seem dumb, but God has answered my prayers and he is listening. He has been listening to me and he has really gotten me through some hard days. Like, let me tell you, there have been so many days I've had zero energy to get up and go to work and to just do responsibilities, but God has given me the strength. I prayed for strength and he's giving it to me. And it's just amazing because not only does God like hear me, but he 
he's answering. I know this is like I'm saying the same thing over and over, but it's just amazing because there have been so many days when I even tell my friends, like, girl, pray for me. Tell my parents, pray for me. I'm struggling. And they do. And like when the answer comes, I'm like, hey, God actually answered my prayer. Like, I'm like, okay. And it's just crazy because I don't know why I doubt him sometimes. Sometimes like there's still this doubt. And thank God for grace too. Thank God for grace because he knows I'd be doubting him sometimes and he still be showing out like, girl, you don't have to doubt. Here I am. I'm here. I'm with you. And I'm just so grateful for that. So that is just my encouragement to y'all to pray your prayers, big, small, whatever, and know that God will answer them and that he's hearing you. So yeah, that's it for me, y'all, in this episode. Until next time, bye.